0: This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.
1: All right, then you asked for it.
0: Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free for all Friday means you set the tone. Here is Libby Snymer.
2: Good afternoon and welcome to this Free For All Friday. It is great to be back here on the day that we get to hear from you on all the things that we've been talking about all week. The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. So let's go through the big news of the week. We had vaccine passports coming at long last from the Ford government and Doug Ford making his first appearance to announce that in months. He was pretty straightforward, saying that he didn't want to do this. Meanwhile, all the polls show that a majority of people really want this. And a lot of people believe this is the only way that we will avoid another lockdown. So what do you think of that? And I'm also hearing that more and more employers are starting to put mandatory vaccination policies in place. They feel like they have some shade from what is going on in the government. And another thing that seems to be playing out correctly, and that is that the vaccine appointments apparently doubled after the announcement on Wednesday. Thursday's numbers were well over 7,000 compared to uh, the 3,000 range the day before, so having the desired effect. What do you think of that? And, you know, interesting, yesterday I was talking to Dr. Gerald Evans, who is on the science advisory table, and he was telling me, uh, he was even, he was criticizing us a bit. He said, you people in the media are giving too much attention to the anti-vactors because they're loud, but there are very few of them. Well, you know, uh, he might be right that maybe we're giving them too much oxygen, but I still think that there are more of them than some of the medical authorities believe, but we'll see. It's going to shake out because people who are on the fence, who are going to see at all the inconveniences that they are going to have because of this, well, I'm pretty sure they'll go out and get vaxxed and, and the rest of them don't want to. And, and uh, you know, just in my own circle, I've frankly been shocked when I've seen who out there um, believes uh, what I will definitely call the nonsense about the vaccines? And and the other thing uh, on social media, you know, every day... I am see, seeing news, and this is mostly for people out of the States, people who were virulently anti-vax, who are getting the disease and getting it seriously. There was one woman, you saw the one tweet from months ago, I'm more afraid of the vaccine than the disease. And the next tweet is, pray for me, please. I'm in the hospital. So uh, in the ICU, uh, and you hear the numbers every day. You hear the numbers every day that say most, the vast majority of people who are the new cases are unvaccinated. And, you know, doctors are getting fed up with it and they're calling it this the ultimate selfishness. But anyway, enough of what I've had to say. Let us hear from you. Let's go to Jerry and Markham. Hello, Jerry. Pretty good, Ruby. I was listening to what Doug Ford had to say about this
1: uh, new passport, and the thought came to my mind. A lot of businesses only have two employees, especially those in a mall, and who's going to pay for them to hire a security guard to stand at the door and check IDs and check for the, the certificates for your vaccination? going uh, it be an additional cost to
2: them? You probably it will be, not for every business, but for some businesses, definitely. And whether they will get extra help, because businesses are getting help from the government in this, uh, whether they get out extra help remains to be seen. Uh, what a lot of people are saying is that Really, most people like this idea, and that means that aside from that small vocal minority, there hopefully won't be problems with this. But yes, definitely it is an added burden on business, but the other side of it is that it is not as big a burden as a lockdown. Well, and, yeah, we
1: need. This is something that is definitely needed, and uh, my son and I, we keep hashing over it, Everybody has a health card. Why can't they just issue a different colored health card or even put a, a, a prefix number on it, which will indicate you've been vaccinated? They've got all that information on, on hand now. All they have to do is the people that are vaccinated, they have that information, issue
2: I mean, a new te- card. Te- technically, I mean, when they issued new cards, it took an awfully long time. I think the QR code is, is going to be easier to do. Frankly, uh, I'm not an expert on the technology, but I know that remember the whole business about replacing the old health cards and how long it took. So I think that this is uh, this is a more efficient way of doing it. And and they do have all the information from, you know, those not that secure pieces of paper and and emails they sent us and they can just get that into a barcode. Mm. Yeah, well.
1: Why can't uh, Service Ontario do that? If they do have a barcode, then well, we Well, I, I mean,
2: they're doing it. It's going to take a bit of time. Uh, the, the criticism is, and Jerry, thanks for your call, the criticism of it is that, that our government should have been ready with this, even while they were saying they wouldn't do it just in case, and it looks like they're just starting now. Let us go to Doreen in Kingston. Hi, Doreen. Hi, Debbie. I never missed your show, if it's possible at all. Oh, great. <laughs> Thanks. I love to hear that. Thank you. Yeah.
3: Um, okay. So yesterday I had a question, um, and I phoned the board, school board afterwards, and I wanted to share it with you. My question was, um, we're freaking out over my 11-year-old grandson who cannot get the vaccine, and I was going to ask if the teachers in the classrooms with underage um, children are mandated to um, have the vaccine or disclose whether or not uh, they did have it. And the answer from the school board was not as of yet. They're not mandated.
2: So that doesn't make sense. Uh, uh, you, You won't get an argument from me. The answer, I guess, is not as of yet, because they're hoping that it will be mandated. But you know what? It's a little bit late. Should have been mandated yeah. two months ago. Yeah.
3: Um, I I read on Facebook, my daughter actually put that question on Facebook, and they said um, that the parents are still hoping that that's going to be the case um, because I think it's Ottawa or Quebec, maybe, that has that in place. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we were hoping because... It's a terrible decision for the parents to have to make. And I said to her, if if they can't, uh, if they're not mandated to have the the vaccine, um, can uh, the parent uh, asked to be put in a class where uh, a teacher is mandated? And they said, well, they can't do that because that would be be disclosing their private information.
2: Well, well i I'm sure yeah, their union is protecting them. And it's, it, you know, it's one of those head scratchers because uh, the the teachers unions were the first saying we, you know, when the vaccines were scarce, they wanted the teachers at the front of the line when yeah. school wasn't even in session. And yeah. now they're protecting people who don't want to disclose. I mean, I honestly, I think it will come. We've seen it in post-secondary institutions. Everybody wants to be vaccinated. Uh, to yeah. be on campus has to be vaccinated, but it's 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 uh you know, a, a penny short and a day late? What what is that uh expression? Anyway, Doreen, yeah. best best of luck to you. I know it's a tough thing yeah.
3: to navigate.
2: Uh you mean, know? it's a
3: life or death, right? And they say there's a lot of children have have died from it. So it's a life or death situation. So how can the teacher's health privacy in that one particular case uh be more important than a child's life? I agree with you, Doreen. You know, Thanks. Okay, for- well, anyways, like I say, I did phone the school board, and that's what I got. So I thought, well, I'd phone back and bring it up and see what anybody else has to say or if anybody uh, knows um, if it's going to be mandated or not, well, and which
2: it really and to be. And uh, I, I would imagine that different school boards have different, you know, every local yes. school board can make its own rules. But, yeah, yeah, I I think it's coming, but not soon enough. Doreen, thanks for your call.
3: Okay. Um, And in closing, I would just like to say that when anybody says I'm so confused, I don't know what to believe, I I ask them to listen to your show.
2: Okay. Thanks so much. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate that. Let's go to Claire in Wasega Beach. Hello, Claire. Hi. I listen to your show every day, too. Thank you. Uh, I just wanted to talk about the Passport.
4: You know, uh, everybody got this sheet of paper after you've had your two vaccinations that gave all the information on it. Well, all you have to do is take that piece of paper, go to the UPS store, and they'll shrink it down and put it on a plastic laminated card that fits like in your wallet, like your credit card.
2: Uh. Yeah, that's uh that's probably a good idea kind of in the, in the meantime before uh, they need the QR codes. That's a that's a very good idea. Yeah, and it's only $2. It's only $2. Even yeah. better. So, that's all I had to say. Okay, thanks for the tip, Claire. Thank you. Okay, Bye. bye-bye. Let me give the numbers out again. 416-3600740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. We've been talking about a lot of different things related to the pandemic, not the election yet. We've been talking about the vaccine passport. Uh, that, that's for non-essential businesses and not all non-essential businesses. And our last caller want to know, what about teachers? Why do teachers not... Have to be vaccinated when they're teaching young children who are not eligible to be vaccinated. And that is uh, one heck of a good question if you ask me. So the numbers to call 416 360 0740, toll free 1 866 740 4740. And next up is Alice in Oakville, and she is talking about traveling, which is something that I was talking about after I was traveling and did not like what I saw Hello, at the Libby. airport. Alice. Hello,
5: Alice. Hello, Libby, Libby, Libby. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Um, well, I'm not the greatest right now. And uh, uh, one reason that I, I wanted to call was, was to thank you for sharing your experience um, about going to BC. Um, I have a, uh, I have a, there's six sisters in my family wow. and w- and we'd had um, a sister's trip uh, because, you know, we're not getting any younger. So we had the sister's trip planned um, to go to Mexico last year. Well, that had to be canceled, um, obviously. Um, and so um, I have a fabulous nephew who offered his cottage to us um, starting next week for two weeks out in uh, Kelowna, um, Okanagan area there. Um, well, while well, everybody else was freaking out about the fires and people were, you know, I had people assuring me from BC, oh yeah, no, by September it'll, it's going to be better. It's going to be better. No worries. Well, inside of me, my anxiety was worried about a crowded airport and the airplane. And you know, between that, the, that whole thing. And when you shared your experience, it was like, I really, I can't torment myself over this decision anymore. I can't do it. Um, I have COPD. I just I can't deal with this uh, this kind of stress traveling. So, basically, based on what you shared, I just had to say no. I, this just isn't worth the anxiety. Worth the you know. Um, <laughs> so I just wanted to thank you for that. <laughs> you're, you're, you're
2: welcome, Alice, but I've got to tell you that uh, we, we were in Tofino and it was way more crowded than usual because all the people who would have gone to the Okanagan weren't there because of the fires. There's lots of smoke still. They, oh, had, they had, you know, some alert on the day. So if you have COPD, uh, you you have a double reason not to go there at this time.
5: Oh, my God, you just gave me chills because one of my others, two of my sisters are still going to go, and one of them has asthma, and I pray that she's listening to this show. I just want everybody to come out of this alive. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm
2: <laughs> sure they'll come out of it a- a- alive. But but, um, yeah. And I hope you get another trip soon with your sisters. Oh, that I sounds like you. fun. And I just want
5: to add one more thing, um, and I, I guess... About the election, and basically, there really isn't a dang thing that Justin Trudeau could do right now that would make anybody in our family vote for him. He has messed us over for too many, too long now, <laughs> and um, and it's really time to look look elsewhere for someone who really does care about the Canadian people. Um,
2: so A lot of people much, are honey. mad at him, okay, Alice. Thank you very much for your call. Uh let me give the numbers out again before we go to break and they are four one six three six zero zero seven forty toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. We are talking about all things COVID-related, and we just uh, had a caller who talked about canceling a trip because she was afraid of the conditions in the airport, and they are certainly at Terminal 1 scary, and the government is totally apparently on side with this, and they won't talk about it on the record, which I think is shameful. So again, we're going to break, and we will have more of your calls and your comments when we come
0: back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. When one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. A free-for-all Friday. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. Name your topic and be as deep as you like as long as there's a point in there somewhere. Here is Libby Nimer.
2: Welcome back to this Free For All Friday. As I said, it is really good to be back. We've been talking about what else? Things pandemic related. The vaccine passports, traveling, kids going back to school. I mean, it is Labor Day weekend. Next week, it is also the Jewish New Year. It's going to be 5782. And I sure hope it's better than 5781. Let me tell you that. But you know, the the summer kind of, where did it go? It's always too short here. Let's take a call from Marilyn and Lindsay. Hello, Marilyn. Hello, how are you doing? Fine, how are you?
6: I'm good, thank you. I just wanted to uh, thoroughly agree with you that there is a lot of anti-vaxxers out there. I have met, like in our family alone, we have four adults, four teenagers. And it was music to my ears to come out that, uh, maybe if they want to go to a concert or they want to go to a sporting event or they want to go to a restaurant, um, maybe they won't get vaccinated just to uh, protect me because they don't believe in it. Um, one person is the ringleader, a conspiracy theorist, and he started this back in January nice. and um, has been successful with eight with eight people. Wow. So it'll be interesting to see if they they go and get it because they want to do things. But I have met other people. We stopped at a farm to pick up some corn and... She said to my husband, oh, there's a division in my family. And and I've listened to other people. We have friends that, oh, well, they don't want to talk about it. There's one girl, she said, well, I wouldn't hold that against my daughter. They still go and visit them and stay
2: overnight and all the rest of it. It's, wow. it's, um, it's and that was before take, she was vaccinated. <laughs> that's It's taken a chance. Well, I mean... Yeah. You know, back when it started and nobody was vaccinated and we were all careful, but that was a different variant that was not as contagious as what we have now. Absolutely. It's, Absolutely. It's yep. scary. So what do you what do you do? Do you just avoid the topic with them or do you just not see them or what?
6: Well, the friend well, we associate with the people that are vaccinated. And um when it comes for indoors, like we've been okay outdoors because we can distance, we can mask. But um, when it comes to indoors, uh, Thanksgiving, well, I've already let them know. Uh, We were out on a deck because it was somebody's birthday. We were all distanced. and, And I did say when it comes for indoors, like Thanksgiving, I will not be with people that aren't vaccinated, and that's just the way my husband and I live. It's the way both of my brothers live. My brother, one brother's in Toronto, the other one is in the Yukon. And um, boy, I, I sure hope like Alberta is a mess. I hope it clears up. We've just had an invitation to a wedding, June the thirtieth.
2: <laughs> Let's hope we're done with this oh, by the then. My Kenny's goodness, going, it's a gong show there. Well, it, it, it is a gong show. And, and, um, you know, you bring up something that, that I'm sure this is hard. I mean, I know that I've been shocked in certain circles to see like very senior, smart people who believe this. Uh, and, uh you know, who probably won't be able to continue to do their jobs if they stick to it. And I can just imagine the heartache in families. Yeah. You know, it's a long weekend. I mean, <laughs> Doug yeah. Ford has one in his family, a daughter of his. And the things she tweets like are just ridiculous. Very Marilyn, awful. best of That's luck awful. to you. Thanks so much. Thank you very much, too. Okay. Janet and Ajax, you're up next. Hello, Janet. Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? Good. Um, I'm all for the vaccine passport. Um, the only question I have
4: is why don't the staff members at restaurants, bars, etc., have to be mandated
3: uh, the vaccine?
2: Uh, that's a very good question. <laughs> that is an excellent question, and I don't understand that. And a lot of business owners don't understand that because it's easier for them if the government makes it mandatory and it makes you kind of wonder okay you know the person actually bringing you the food might be a carrier you don't know exactly you know and
4: you take your mask off to eat and drink and we we play on a public dart team and one of our players is not vaccinated so he can't play he's just upset that he has to get the vaccine but not the staff but there's nothing you can do about it he just can't play
2: okay well that's a good uh that if it's a A dart team. The rules might be different uh, because it's in a pub. It's in a pub, so we are eating and drinking, right? But I'm saying that if it's if it's in a pub, the pub uh, might be able to have different. You know, a a restaurant it can make its own rules, right? Yeah, yeah. So a restaurant can decide whether the government has or not that all the servers have to be vaccinated. So in the pub, if the pub wants to decide that, they can. Yeah, that's right. We're hoping. <laughs> we're hoping, yeah. We're hoping, yeah. Janet, thanks for that, and have fun playing the darts. Oh, We're hoping to start next week. We're we're hoping that, that it's a go. Oh, I, yeah, I hope so, too. You know, a uh, uh, couple of years ago now, you know, play on a weekend tennis team, and I'm hoping that's going to start up, but I don't think so. Uh, no, I know, I okay. know. It's going to be
4: hard playing darts in the mask
2: on, that's for sure. Okay, thanks, Janet. Right. The numbers again: four one six three six zero zero seven forty. Toll free: one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. Jim and Pickering. Hi, Jim. Hi. There. good afternoon. Good afternoon.
7: I have not heard a clear answer to this to this situation. In once you use the certificates that you received when you got your vaccination. The two certificates. If you have them, you use those until whatever that date is in October. Is it the 22nd? It's something like that. Yeah, okay. So, But they say then you have the QR code. Are they assuming that everybody has a phone? Because I can guarantee you they don't.
2: Uh, They have said, and they haven't laid out exactly what it will be, that there will be accommodation and another arrangement for people who don't have the QR code.
7: Yeah, did they? Yeah, because, I mean, that's just obvious, Olivia. It's a, it's just like, you know, let's, they make the license plates and they don't, and then you can't see them in the dark, and that caused all
2: that money. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're making it, me they, laugh. But,
7: oh, I mean, it's the most obvious thing in the world that a lot of people don't have the phone, and so they won't be able to show it on their phone so long as, you know, they, they figure that out in good time, so that whatever they want to do, because it would avoid confusion.
2: Yeah, I. they should have had this ready to go just in case. Yeah. And they didn't. And everything that's being done now, I'm sorry, <laughs> my opinion, it's just too late. Yeah. And there's no excuse for it, because we knew.
7: I guess they, it's like they say, though. they will be better late than never. We yeah, got to do it. So that too. Now, now it's time, and and we're a little late, but at least we're we're doing it. And I just hope that it works out.
2: Okay, thank you, Jim. Thanks, for that.
7: Libby. Bye now.
2: Bye bye. Oh, we have a couple of people who want to talk about the federal election. You know, we're more than halfway through. I guess it is time to talk about it. So, Daryl in Toronto, hello. Hi, Lizzie. How are you? Doing? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing okay. Anyway, I just wanted to throw
8: out a little flight of fancy that I had. Um, considering, you know, I mean, my basic attitude is between conservatives and liberals, is that that, uh, or Republicans and Democrats in the States, is that um, conservatives seem to think that life is a business and should be conducted that way. And uh, without as much concern for, for quality of life, more just the profits of it. So my little flight of fancy is, before you go to the polls, just imagine if Doug Ford, as a conservative leader, had been the prime minister for the last year and a half as to where we'd be and how much more of a mess we'd be in than we are now. And uh, I just want to throw that out there for people to think. But but also. Justin,
2: but uh, Doug Ford is uh, is not in the running. They have to think. Okay, no, no, if, if Aaron O'Toole was in charge, would we be worse off? That's the well, question. I really don't
8: see much difference between you know the conservative outlook, whether it's provincial or federal, in that sense. So, uh, but just imagine if Doug Ford had, had been, you know, the leader of the conservative party, where we'd, we'd be at. Also, uh, in terms of the, the passport, the vaccine passport, I don't understand why if they're going to be giving out some app to businesses that they can tap in and marry your vaccine status with your identity, why they can't just use the OHIP cards and limit, you know, the app that businesses have to the information on whether you're vaccinated or not.
2: Well, I'm not sure that's any less complicated than what they're doing. <laughs> so, well, you wouldn't
8: have to issue new cards; you could just update the information on someone's OHIP file for it.
2: Well, I, there's, but there's on the card that you have, there's no barcode, right? There's no okay. there. It's you. They can update your file, but they have to issue a whole new card with some kind of new chip, which I Fair think enough. is okay. probably would take longer. Daryl, thanks for your call.
8: Okay. Be well, everyone.
2: Okay. And before I get to the next call, I just have a note here from our producer, Justin. And he said that a listener called in panicked about the sounds of jets. And maybe I should remind folks that the air show is happening. Yes, the air show is happening. There's going to be a lot of loud sounds of jets and it's a a fabulous show to watch. So don't get worried. If you hear the Jets and let me give the numbers out again, we have started to talk about the election. I'd like to hear from you. What do you think? Uh, and uh, we're also talking about the pandemic, the new vaccine passports. Why is it taking so long? People have suggestions instead of the QR code. I think that's probably the most straightforward way to do it, but it's coming late. So the numbers, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And before I get to the next caller about the election, there's it's it's really interesting. You know, I talk to a lot of people who are strategists, lobbyists, and one of the pieces of conventional wisdom that when we went into this is like, you know what, people say they're annoyed if they don't think the election was necessary, but that fades and it doesn't become a thing, but this time it definitely, definitely is a thing. And, There were still questions about it in the first uh, TVA French debate last night, and it's showing up in polling, and people are really annoyed, because as you'll remember, the NDP leader Jagmeet Singh said, don't call an election. We will support the minority liberal government. So uh, I think this is kind of a, a leitmotif through the whole election. I'd like to know what you think. Is it a thing for you? 416 Three six zero zero seven forty toll free 1866 six six seven forty four seven forty. We've got Jim in Mount Hope. Hi, Jim.
9: Hi, it's Jim here. The uh, reason I'm calling is the um, I heard the, when I first heard it, I thought it was something of a joke, and then the second time I heard it, I started to believe it was true. That the Liberals have a plan to tax the equity in my home.
2: Oh, so, I don't think that. That, that was like a, a scary ad. I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't I, I heard,
9: imagine. I, 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 I didn't think it was true for a minute, and then I, start, I heard it two or three times, and I got a call yesterday from the liberal guy here, and I said, I'm not going to vote for you. I'm a senior, and this notion of trying to tax equity in somebody's house, when they so i just uh, apprehensive. I just,
2: I, and did I just he tell don't. you that, that, no, they're not going to do that? Um, he, he was, he was,
9: he didn't really, uh, answer the, answer the question. When I said that to him, I said, this is, this is what the, it's part of the platform, uh, which uh, I, I heard, you know, not from one person because I didn't believe it.
2: Mm, I, I, okay. I have to, I've, I've heard, uh, it's kind of, uh, that was a stretch and a negative ad. I, uh, and I haven't had the closest look. At the platform. Uh, but I, I can't imagine that they're doing that. I mean, it's a theory they will do that down the line. But you know what? We'll check it for sure, Jim. But, you know, I again, you know, that's one of the things that are sacrosanct to people is that their home, their primary residence isn't taxed. Uh, Jim, thanks for your call. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. And Jody in Toronto. Hi, Jody. Hi, Libby. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, I was just shocked
10: today. Aaron O'Toole was uh, addressing the media and taking questions from the journalists and so on. And one of the things he said, he said it twice. He said, if Justin Trudeau is not happy with the results of this election, he's going to call another one. And he said it twice, Libby. (laughs) Have you guys heard anything about this? No, uh, oh,
2: I no. fell out of my chair. Um, I, I, and I, I didn't hear O'Toole make those comments, so I don't know. He said why it twice, he, why twice. he I, the first time. I thought I didn't hear him right. What he used as proof? Uh, I mean, he he called the election this time because he thinks. He could get a majority. That's now, what he was saying. That's what Aaron was saying. That's why he called it. He well, said, obviously, that's that's why he called it. But whether he would call another unnecessary election, and we don't know if he's going to win the election, do we? I'm just hoping
10: he'll go away somewhere. But anyway, Aaron said it twice, based uh, on what was discussed last night at the, um, the debate that they had. I didn't listen to that.
2: Well, it, it's, you know what? I don't, I don't think they need to say things with such a big stretch. Oh, so you know what, just check everything they tell you. But it's, it's, it's hard to imagine that it there is a lot of grief now for the liberals because of the fact that this election, and I'm going to call it a fact was not necessary. So if they get back in, will they do it again? If they don't have a majority? Well, uh, you know, who knows? Oh my goodness. Jody, thanks for your call.
10: Thank you, Libby. Have a good weekend.
2: You too. And let's see who is next. We have got Tim in Toronto. Hello, Tim. I I'm not really
8: comfortable with putting privacy on a on a phone for anyone to see. There's lots of people who are where there's a conflict of interest with their with our information in their in front of their eyes of calamity. There's a lot of incompetence amongst some bureaucrats and typical politicians who lie to get what they want and they change what they say when they get your privacy. Uh, Privacy, Libby, is linked into freedoms and liberties. And once you lose your privacy, you could be mistreated like um, Rosa Parks off the bus. Okay,
2: yeah, they're going to take you off the bus if if they look at your QR code on the vaccination. Okay, um... We have got to take another break. So uh, let me give the numbers out again, and we'll be back on the other side of the break with more of your calls and your comments. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740, and we'll be right back.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight back with Libby's Nimer, a free for all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt.
1: Excuse me, excuse
2: me, excuse me, excuse me!
0: Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Here is Libby's Nimer.
2: Welcome back to this free-for-all Friday, and we've got some big breaking news that I'm just trying to wrap my head around because I'm not sure I get it. The Ontario legislature has been prorogued until after the federal election. The government house leader says the legislature will return on October the 4th. Now, Queen's Park, the people who work there were on a summer break, were due back September 13th. But Calandra says the federal election has caused too much uncertainty, and the governing PCs want to see how it pans out before finalizing legislation. Uh, I'm thinking, is that going to delay the vaccine passports or anything like that? Uh, As you know, the federal election is on September 20th, so uh, what can I say? This just in, another thing to take into account. Uh, let's go to Ed in London. Hello, Ed. How are you doing? Fine. How are you?
11: Enjoying the music. Good. <laughs> got a few problems with his back. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I got a few problems with I uh, And I find that the radio show is a little to the liberal leaning, right?
2: Uh, I wouldn't say that at all. We're definitely in favor of vaccines here and vaccine passports that that there's no question of. But uh, right down the middle on all of that, I think there's plenty to criticize from all of them. And there are a few things to like from all of them, frankly.
11: I think that people are smart enough if they want to get it, they should get it. It should be left up to the individual.
2: Right, except if you don't get it, you're endangering other people, and you're giving new variants a chance to crop up. So it's well, uh, you know,
11: if you look at the mask that the people are wearing, those blue ones with the white back, the white backing. Uh huh. You should do drywall years ago. We wore them mask, and we would bark at the end of the day and try to clear our face with, you know, from the drywall dust. They're not going to stop everything.
2: Uh okay? yeah, I think we lost him. Okay. Um, Let us go to Paul in Norwich. Hello,
12: Libby. How are you today?
2: I'm fine. How are you?
12: I'm well, and I do enjoy your show. Thank you. I'd like to comment on basically how all levels of government has handled everything since the pandemic has come out. They're more interested in protecting their own political career than showing leadership. They should have stepped up to the plate and made the hard decisions. We all remember SARS. There was a paper written up how to handle the pandemic. They chose not to do it because they were worried about kicking some people off. They should have shown leadership. That would have encouraged me to vote for the person who was the strongest leader. Because right now, I don't have much use for any of them. They've allowed this to get out of control. They're worried about upsetting people. Let's show some leadership. As far as the vaccine, I think people should be vaccinated. If you don't want to, fine. Don't complain about not being able to go anywhere because that's the way it's going to be. The science is out there. It's all proven all over the world. But they still choose to do something that I don't quite understand. And how can we send kids back to school and they they say, well, no, they don't have to be vaccinated, or are, are they? They're entitled to their privacy. I want to know when my child is going to school that they're being protected, and they're giving everybody an out instead of showing leadership. I would make them all be vaccinated. This is the way it is. It's a condition of employment. I'm federally regulated. I was very happy to hear that all federal employees, regulated employees, would have to be vaccinated.
2: Yeah, there are a lot of outs on that. (laughs) Pardon me? There were a lot of loopholes on that, too. Oh, that's what I mean.
12: Nothing is, this is the way it's going to be. Let's make some hard decisions. Let's get out of, we should have been out of this a long time ago. But all this wishy-washy, we're having a lockdown, we're not having a lockdown. We're going to have another problem. This variance is, is going to go just the way the the experts are saying.
2: Okay, Paul. Yeah, uh, I hope you're not right. Let me just say that. But boy, well, I, I hope hear you. Not
12: right. I, I, I hope they prove me absolutely wrong. But unfortunately, I don't think so.
2: Okay, Paul. Thank you for that. Let us go to who's next here? Dennis in Brampton. Hi, Dennis.
13: Hi, Libby. Uh, thanks for taking my call. So my, my comment is that it concerns me that uh, there's a lot of emotion in this election, and uh, I get why that's occurred, particularly with the calling of the election. That being said, I hope that people use their own thinking to take a closer look at the platform and decide which of those platforms they choose to support. I I've seen what happens when people... Uh, don't do that. They end up voting against themselves in terms of uh, their emotion. We saw that here in Ontario with Doug Ford, and and previously with Mike Harris. And my comment's not meant to be political. I don't you, who you vote for is really up to you. But take the time, look at the platforms, decide which issues are most important to you, and make your decision. I've done that, and for me, the vaccine mandate, uh, climate change. And childcare. Even though I'm a senior, I do recognize that we need to get women back in the workforce who've been hardest hit among the hardest hit by the pandemic. That will improve the economy and the and the uh, status of women as well. So that's my comment. And um, I'm enjoying the show. Let's uh, listen to other callers.
2: Okay. Thank you, Dennis, for that. Okay. Ah. Another family story here from Tony in Cannington. Hello, Tony.
14: Uh, yeah, I called a few weeks ago about my cousin and his two kids and his wife.
2: I remember uh, up, that.
14: The macho, I'm not going to get. And then what did you do? Right to the hospital, taking up people's time. And I went there and I called him uh, IDIOT. I uh, said I wasn't going to say it on the air. But uh, now this guy called two calls ago. I am tired. Of, just get your shot. And that's it. What's the big deal? So you just know, a minute,
2: it's, it's, your your cousin who didn't get a shot is now in the hospital with COVID.
14: Yeah, him and his whole family. They all got, the kids brought it home and they all got it. And one day they, they rushed him by ambulance. They called an oh. the ambulance. The whole family got rushed there. And uh, last I heard, his wife's still in there. His kids are out. So, but he had the same attitude as this guy here. You know, we shouldn't be here for it. It's a pandemic. You know what a pandemic is? It's got to be done. You, you know otherwise we'll never get rid of this thing. It's going to linger and linger and linger. And, and I just want to grab these guys that come on with this attitude, you know, like, oh, should have a No, no, you don't. And it should make it – you don't have a choice. You either take this or you go to jail. Simple as that. I mean, I get started. I mean, I got to get back to work. I got to get back healthy again, you know, outside and do stuff. But, I'm, you know, even though we've gotten – it opened up a bit, that's nothing compared to what I want to do. I want to go to the gym every day. I don't want to – you know, I want to go out and play soccer, football, touch football with guys. And you still can't really do it, you know, freely. So that's it.
2: Okay, Tony. Thanks for that. Sorry to hear about your cousin. Um, but that's what happens, and that's what some of these people have to realize that the, that their choice is number one, putting everybody at risk, but especially themselves. Boy. Ah, Tina. Tina in St. Catharines, you want to react to our breaking news. Hello. Yes, I do. I'm absolutely shocked, and it's absolutely ridiculous. It's like not answering
3: your phone when someone's trying to get a hold of you. (laughs) I think they should all be thrown out of office for even contemplating this to all go on strike, basically, uh, in the middle of an election and not coming back until it's well over by many days. I think this is absolute nonsense.
2: Well, I'm sure they'll be doing uh, some stuff even if the legislature is is not sitting, uh but yeah, I I I have to say that I I don't really quite understand the rationale of this. Uh you know, what are they thinking? Is it going to be different if Trudeau doesn't get back in uh, in terms of what they have to do? I I've, I've got to say I'm I think I'm, they're just taking a leave of absence because they can't deal with what's going on. And I think
3: the people of Ontario should highly contemplate not electing any conservatives because of this. This is somebody has to be objecting to this. This is unbelievable. It's like leaving your children at home during a storm, you know?
2: Yeah. Okay. I I hear you. Thank you for okay. that, Tina.
3: Thank you. I've been listening for thirty years, I think.
2: Okay, thanks. Bye. Appreciate that. Bye bye. Right. We have a few minutes left, so let me give the numbers out again, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. If you're just tuning in, yeah, we've been talking all things pandemic, but uh, we had breaking news that Tina was just referring to, and that is that the Ontario Legislature has been prorogued until after the federal election. They've been on a summer break. They were due back on September 13th. They say the federal election has caused too much uncertainty. So they want to wait to see how it pans out. I mean, when you look at it, this just gives them an extra week of holiday. I don't think they would have finalized anything in that week anyway. Uh, But again, uh, I, I am scratching my head a little bit over this. Let's go to Lena and Whitby. Hello, Lena. Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I just had a comment
4: about the restaurant owners, the salons that are not forced to have these uh, passports, the certificates for it to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I think um, uh, Doug Ford felt if the public was involved, he could say, yes, we had to do it. For the business owners, I think with everything they've been through over the pandemic, that he didn't want to kind of dictate to them what they had to do or run their business. So he will leave it up to them to institute that. But in the long run, long run it's going to be the kids under 12 that suffer in public places if the workers aren't vaccinated. And there will always be an uncertainty for families wherever they go. So hopefully they do the right thing and follow suit, because there'll be that split-tier system. And just one comment about the election. I think the party leaders should be um, breaking down their platforms as far as costs. Like, that's not what we're hearing yet. Like, we're going to do this and spend that much money, but something has to go away. Like, we're not hearing the breakdown of their platform when it comes to money.
2: Well, uh, Trudeau just released some costing and what the Conservatives are saying. So the way it works is like, you know, Erin O'Toole doesn't sit there with a calculator figuring out how much it's going to cost. They have something called the Parliamentary Budget Office and they send their platform to the Parliamentary Budget Office and and they put numbers on it and they put numbers on all kinds of other requests from parliamentarians. So what Erin O'Toole said, Yesterday, I think it was, was, uh, we haven't, you know, we, we, we asked for it to be costed as quickly as we could. The liberals called the election and we don't have the numbers yet. The liberals, uh, reduced some numbers. I haven't taken a close look at them, but I'm not sure I'd believe them anyway. So yeah, yeah there's always that. There's always that. So I think they have a reasonably, good excuse, but you're right. They they can, can all say whatever they want. That's right. It's promises. It's promises. promises is, it's a scapegoat. <laughs> and, and also remember, you know, if, if you're over 75 people, you got a check for 500 bucks just before the election was called from the Liberal government. They promised that before the 2019 election. So That's all yeah. these promises, will, will they actually happen? It's well, absolutely. we'll see.
4: I think it's going to be tough going to be tough to make these decisions but we have to exercise our vote but um i'm not sure
2: <laughs> okay but that's all i had to say <laughs> okay thank you okay you're welcome okay Take let's care g- bye-bye bye-bye let's go to david in toronto
11: yeah hi hi for making my call um yeah i just wanted to comment that um it's amazing how this pandemic is exposed um how political and politically correct our, our Western democracies are, and um, I think they need to give their their heads a shake and wake up, or there's going to be there's going to be real trouble. And uh, I mean, the latest is uh, I just heard on the radio that their the provincial government is prorating Parliament now. Yep. It's not certain, but it appears that this is Doug Ford, Doug Ford's way of perhaps weaseling out of a. A vaccine passport if the federal conservatives win the election. Um, other things that are going on like I just just this week, us citizens have been denied um, access to the European Union again without quarantining. Um, so basically the European Union let the American tourists in for the summertime, but now they're they're closing it up again, you know what I mean, <laughs> The, the states was just as contagious at the beginning of the summer as it is now. And everyone's just playing politics instead of doing what's right for the people.
2: Uh, I got you on that one, yeah.
11: Yeah, I um, mean, the whole I'd... idea of going into government once, once upon a time, like I'm 68 now, once upon a time it was to serve the people and do what's right for them. Now it's all about getting reelected and playing politics.
2: I know. Uh, that's, that's part of the game. Like you can't do what you think you want to do unless you're elected. But, uh, you know, I don't blame anybody for fe- feeling disillusioned and cynical with all of this. And, and that, that's, uh, an interesting thought that you think Doug Ford is doing that. So he might weasel out of the vaccine passport, except that the numbers show that most people want it. He's already announced it. Uh, I think that would be, a hard turn, but David, yeah. thank you very much for your call
11: okay, thank you
2: bye 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 and that is all the time we have for Fight back for today and for the week. Now I'm going to be off a few days now, ne- <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to be off a few days next week for Labor Day and for uh, the Jewish New Year. And I'll be back here next Thursday and uh, Jane will be here. And I think we're going to have a lot to talk about all week. And I look forward to hearing from you again throughout the week and on free-for-all Friday. Right now, that's all the time we have.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.